2: So hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And we are very excited because we're having a calm episode. (laughs) I feel so calm. I cannot tell you how calm I feel. Incredibly calm. (laughs)
3: Calm vibes.
2: I know. And, and for those who've listened to the previous 40-odd episodes, you'd know we're we are, we're pretty calm, aren't we, Ellie? All the time. All the time. Completely. It, it, it might. Zen-like, I would say. <laughs> it might be the wine in the box that we've been drinking for the past five years <laughs> or, or our painted calm techniques. But that is a very long introduction to say, welcome Susie and Holly from the Calm Birth School. Happy Hello.
1: Hi. Hi. So what you do is it's kind of, it's hypnobirthing, but not hippie birthing. Yeah. Is that right?
2: Exactly. Yeah, I yeah.
4: would say that that is kind of spot on. Actually, it's hypnobirthing without the weird stuff. Oh.
2: Yeah. What I like about your website, you say no vagina whispering, kumbaya singing, goddess channeling nonsense. Mm. Yeah. So you're very clear. There's no hippie no Gwyneth, fanny steaming, yeah. fanny steaming,
3: Fanny steaming,
2: Fanny steaming. Did you
3: not know about
1: that? No. no, that's no. Fanny come steaming. on, come on, <laughs> ladies. Did not read the news? <laughs> this is your industry. And um, no, Gwyneth says you should steam your vagina. I'm not making it up. No. Really? No. Yeah, yeah. Why?
3: For what? With like an industrial steamer? What kind of steamer, steamer <laughs> apparatus I don't, would you like, use? Like with
1: a foot spa or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> no. she just says you should. With a kettle. I don't know. I don't she know. She just says you should mm. steam it. For, for health. Helpers. Health. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. freshness, I
2: believe. Is it freshness? Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I guess have you ever been to a sauna? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that, But you don't just
3: like. Put that in there constantly... with your fanny open. Anyway.
2: <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm an all lady, I You go to. I don't need any extra heat down there, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, I need more cooling. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, welcome. We're doing so well. We're not even three minutes in, and we've got onto fanny steaming. So, so we're going to have a calm. We're going to have a calm episode, aren't Just we? Just like that, doesn't it? Which is clearly evident so far. We're having a calm birth. We're going to talk calm births. We're going to talk about calming things and then we made a calm quiz at the end. Oh, wow, this is going to be really interesting. Isn't and calm. S- and we're not, we are not going anywhere near the, uh, what's it called, stay calm and blah blah. Oh, no. keep calm. And oh, keep, and keep calm. Gone. No. Yeah.
3: Keep if anyone baby. has that as their profile picture on Facebook, I immediately defriend them. Oh. Keep calm and f*** off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep
2: calm and oh. make cupcakes. Yeah. Go f*** <laughs> yourself and your cleaner. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> What's, what's the cleaner done? How is it the cleaner's fault? Did she didn't... make the cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on. So we're, we're going to we're going to interview you now, ladies. <laughs> so professional. And that's what they do on Women's Hour. John John
1: Humphreys goes. Thank you for coming on the show, Mister Milliband. I'm going to interview you now. That's <laughs> yes. well
2: done. Yeah, that's
1: and nice. And...
3: You're cleaner. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> also, yes. Have you steamed your vagina? <laughs> Let's start with you, Susie, because you look like you're hunched over laughing. That you, you, I think prepared. she's vomiting. It's hard yeah. to tell. tell you, no, we've locked the doors. Nothing coming out. Yet, so <laughs> yeah, that's good.
1: Right, maybe we'll see. Is that what you're you saying can birth school? Is that listen? Yeah. <laughs> There's
3: nothing coming out.
1: That's good.
3: Just keep breathing down. Yeah. Down into the steam vagina. <laughs> right.
1: Now try away. and blow a smoke ring. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Tell us about your family.
4: I've got three kids. Well, I've got one stepson who's eleven years old, and I've got a four year old and a two year old and a husband. And a dog, and it's really. And a tumble dryer. And a tumble dryer, which Holly
2: covets quite. um, You you just come over with wet towels, (laughs) do you?
3: Whenever I go round, I say, look, Susie, when we have made it, when we are bringing in the money, I'm buying myself a tumble dryer like you. We've got a lovely image of Susie's house
2: with dogs and tumble dryers. And now we're going to
3: move to Holly. So my house has less in it. I've Mm. just, um, I've got one husband. Not the Susie's got more than one husband. (laughs) Uh, Just one husband and one son. who's four. His name's Oscar.
1: So how did you get involved in hypnobirthing sort of to start with? For me,
4: it was, well, I got pregnant. I had already studied to do hypnotherapy and psychotherapy. I understood how hypnosis could be used for pain control and so when I got pregnant and me being a little bit of a control freak um, deciding that I didn't want loads of people prodding and poking me I looked into pregnancy and birth basically and I understood that if I was going to go into a hospital I would be it would be more likely that other people would want to get involved in my experience Mm -hmm. and I definitely wasn't a kind of Earth, mothery vagina it needs to be i wasn't a vagina steamer
1: <laughs> at all wow, you're so backwards
4: <laughs> but i just it was more about i've just i've been in control of everything in my life from uh, you know from as long as i can remember and i wanted to be in control of my birth and so i decided to have a home birth and that's thought, good that's a good answer Yeah. And I thought that if I was going to have a home birth, I needed to give myself as many tools as possible to give myself the best chances of staying at home. Because I knew a lot of women ended up going into hospital and going into hospital meant potentially having people prodding and poking me and Mm. telling me what, you know, what needed to be done. And so hypnobirthing seemed a really Mm. obvious thing for me to be doing to help me stay at home.
1: See, that's interesting, because I'm like, Mm. I would say, well, Helen would say I'm a bit of a control freak. I like to be in control. (laughs) But, like, I, with both my births i really wanted someone else to be in control i wanted mm. to be poked i wanted someone else to go right push now now stop now do this now sit here here's the thing i know what's happening you you just do the birth and i will make sure everything's fine and it'll it'll work out so mm. so yeah and then of course i have my last baby two months early so, <laughs> so that worked out really well <laughs> But it's funny. Yeah,
4: and you know what? I think that if that is you and you feel comfortable with that, then that mm. is what you should be doing. Right. Because if you were in a home environment, you'd be freaking out. Mm. It's just, if that isn't you yeah. and you want to be at home, it's knowing that there are other options. Most women... Think that it has to be somebody telling them what to do, and they have to be in a hospital. Oh, that's and that's the only option. And that's the only option. And what we're about is telling
1: people that there are. It's kind not, of empowering women, isn't it? Yeah, there are lots of options. So, were you the same? Was your attitude to birth the same, Holly? Were you.
3: No. So, <laughs> yeah, so I was pregnant, and um, it was unplanned, and it was really scary. And I just thought, oh, f**k, I, I don't want to have a baby coming out of my vagina. That's a bit scary, isn't it? And didn't think about it. I thought, I know what I'll do. The best thing to do here is to not think about it. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Good tactic. Best way. Because it it you sounds. know, yeah. Yeah. nine months is a long time. Mm. I'll just think about that later. Yeah. Like a credit card, card bill, really. Oh, well, um, yeah. It's a bit like,
1: well, look, it's going to happen. Yeah. Why worry about it? Then yeah. it in
3: small amounts, monthly. Yeah. Then I kind of thought, right, okay, now I, I have to kind of think about it. So I thought I'd watch horrific birth videos on YouTube. Mm. Good idea. So that's what I did. I typed in horrific birth videos on YouTube. Oh, so
1: you typed the word horrific? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sensible.
3: <laughs> yeah. And um, thought, okay, well, she survived. That's good. I'll probably survive, and that yeah. was my kind of um, goal: surviving, just the to birth. survive. Yeah, yeah wow. if she survived birth, I will probably survive birth too, and I'll probably have a baby. So that's good. Yeah, but that's a good outcome.
2: Yeah.
3: And then um, I was talking to some friends of ours that had just had their second baby at home, and I said, "How was the birth? Like expecting an onslaught of horror?" And she said it was romantic and peaceful and just loving and I was like what the f*** are you talking about like mm. n- no the birth like not a little bit and she's like we did hypnobirthing and she was a vegetarian so I kind of dismissed it immediately oh, Yeah. and yeah. then Christian my husband booked us onto a course that's so unusual and he was unusual. like right we're going to hypnobirthing we're doing this because you're sh**ing yourself and, that's and I'm gay what? sorry no I think <laughs> so. i not say that out loud <laughs> Sorry, sorry. You're shitting <laughs> yourself and I'm a gay vegetarian. So Go
2: eat It'll so, be in yeah. Dalston, there's, there's wood-fired pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. And in our
3: group, actually, there were a lot of gay vegetarians, so that was good. Kelsa um, greens. <laughs> I mean, well, do you know what? I actually do remember in our hypnobirthing group there was an actor And he kept saying, in acting training, I use some of these birthing, um, these birthing Mm. breathing techniques. I was just thinking, oh, God, shut up. Um, So, yes, we went to hypnobirthing classes, and it totally changed how I felt about birth. And Mm. I stopped Googling horrific birth videos. Mm. And I thought, actually, I'm quite a powerful human being, and I can do this Mm. amazingly. So I went from wanting a caesarean to planning a home birth. And I was like, I can do this, I'm amazing, I'm a goddess... Um, I'm going to start steaming my vagina, amazing, <laughs> <laughs> it totally changed it for me, it went from being something that made me feel really anxious, to something that made me feel really empowered mm. and calm.
2: So you you both you both had positive birth experiences, mm. and then you were like, this is it, this is me, yeah. I am hypnobirthing, yeah. But do you know what, no.
3: the, I think the interest, like for me certainly, so I planned a home birth and I ended up with an emergency cesarean, so mm-hmm. it couldn't be further from what I planned, i felt so calm and empowered and positive the whole way through every every single stage of my labor i knew what was happening Mm. nothing was no decisions were made for me i was involved in every decision and i just felt really happy with all the decisions that were made and afterwards i felt in control and i felt engaged in what had happened and that for me was really really positive
1: and mm. I feel that that's something, actually, the positive experience of a caesarean is something that isn't totally. talked about yeah. enough. It I, is not,
3: because when I talked about, I remember after I had Oscar, people were like, how was the birth? I was like, well, I had a caesarean because he got a bit stuck. And they were like, oh, so the hypnobirthing didn't work. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. if I hadn't had the hypnobirthing, I'd have probably had a cardiac arrest. Like, I'd have yeah. been so panicked. Yeah. Like, the hypnobirthing worked more than ever because mm. of all the turns my labour took. Like, it. I was in labour for kind of four days. It was a long labour, lots of turns and challenges. And it was all... I never thought, oh, my God, this is awful. I just thought, okay, well, this is where we're going and this is what we're doing. Hypnobirthing has a bit of a bad name of being all about home water births or kind of breathing your baby out. Mm. It's not necessarily about that. It's about being... Calm. it's about feeling calm empowered like you can make choices that you understand what's happening in your birth not that you have to have a home birth it's not know, about with the mode of
4: it's not about the way your baby enters the world Is it's about how you, you feel? feel
1: about it i think yeah because I, I didn't do hypnobirthing because there wasn't time uh, but i did um i do do transcendental meditation that i've mm. talked about before and i don't know if that was to do with it but when i had joe that was scary because he was two months early, and, and so that bit was scary. But when they said to me that the safest thing is to have an emergency caesarean, and it wasn't like this awful, terrible yeah. experience that sometimes it's made out to be. But
3: it's the language, isn't it? Like, emergency caesarean. Yeah. Like, when I talk about mine, I'd much rather say unplanned caesarean. yeah. Because emergency yeah. makes it sound like there were blue lights and people running down corridors. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't, yeah. it was just like, look, he's a bit stuck, he can't come out anyway other than through your belly, so... We need to give you a cesarean.
1: Like, I'd, I'd had a vaginal birth before, so I mm. knew how painful <laughs> it could potentially mm. get. And I was in quite a lot of pain. So when they gave me the anaesthetic, I just felt wicked. <laughs> I just felt, like, totally relieved <laughs> that I wasn't going to have to do all of that work. Mm. You know, I was just like, oh, that's better. And then there's a bit of rummaging. And then, you know, like, yeah, it was it was weird. But it wasn't mm. like, it was, God, it was not as painful as, like... Regular birth,
3: you know. Yeah, and
1: the recovery can be tough, and and it can go. Different but I think ways, if you're in a good but,
3: mindset, it's much easier.
1: Yeah, my, mine was not too bad. Yeah. I was walking around the next day, and and yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't ideal. I definitely did feel like I had been cut in half, but you know, <laughs> not in a bad way. That's like Debbie,
3: <laughs> what's her name though? Yeah, I felt you like know? Debbie McGee. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I just felt like <laughs> Debbie McGee.
1: So so you both had personal experiences of hypnobirthing yeah. and yeah. and became practitioners. Yeah.
3: So you both teach couples. Like face to face, yeah, or privately,
1: and then and then you founded the calm birth school, which yeah. is which is basically it's a bit like the open university, isn't it? I would oh. say, is it? Oh, you can have that. There you are. It's yeah. Tagline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right down. yeah, quick, quick. But it's basically a hypnobirthing course online. It's like, um,
3: yeah, it's like a um, a distance learning with handholding. Yeah, that's how, that's how we like to, to think of it. it. So it's a four week video program. So it's hypnobirthing that comes to you. So for most people, they need to find a teacher near them and group classes cost around 300 pounds it's quite a lot of money mm. and so what we have created with the calm Birth school is something that comes to you so people that don't have a hypnobirthing teacher in their area or that can't afford to go to a class um can just watch videos from home so our course is cheaper and it's accessible anywhere in the world well,
1: and right. you have like do you have like you have a Facebook group where you people yep. talk and... Yeah,
3: so we have so the course consists of thirteen video modules, so you get thirteen mini like ten to twenty minute classes, you get five MP threes, a full course handbook as a PDF, so we're very environmentally friendly. You are that's right. And um a Facebook community. So Which is really important yeah, it's amazing. To
4: us. I think that one of the things that we wanted to make a difference with with our course is that in the past, with books and CDs, they only talk about what happens when things are really straightforward, mm. or they're only able to communicate in and a one-size-fits-all
3: people... kind of way, yeah. isn't it?
4: And actually, birth isn't like that. You know, unusual things, as we know, <laughs> yeah. yes, unusual things happen, difficult things happen, challenging yeah. things happen in the pregnancy and in the birth, and so we wanted to be able to really support people and help them in exactly the same way as we do our in-person clients Mm. and we can do that within the group
2: (laughs) what what in a nutshell is a calm birth In because obviously everybody out there has their own version of no one has the same yeah and there's
3: definitely no such thing as a perfect birth or a normal birth doesn't exist it's a load of yeah a calm birth is where you feel calm Where you feel calm, where you feel empowered, where you feel like you're in a position where you can make decisions and make informed choices. It's about understanding birth. I read a really interesting stat the other day that said women on average spend 15 months preparing for their wedding and two days preparing Mm. for their birth. Mm. Two days? Like a human's coming out of you. And in the other instance, you're just wearing a wedding dress and getting married. like. Prepare
1: more. Oh, for my birth though we had like a full three course meal. There was like my dad did a speech, it was what? it was very moving. Did your dad you know? do a speech? I wore speech a big white birth? dress. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Thank you for yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my first birth, which was vaginal with von Toos and that was extremely painful though. And oh. I would say I wasn't frightened. Like people say, Oh hospital's frightening. I was never like scared,
3: but I was just in so much pain. Yeah. But but frightening is is very subjective, isn't it? Like frightening you know, okay, if you see something really horrific, you might be frightened. But for most of us, when you think of hospital, what do you think of? Or when
1: do you go Honestly, to hospital? Honestly, like, like, like safety, like people who are trained, who really? know what they're doing. Really, really, like who know what they're doing, who've got medical equipment and drugs but when that can do you go help to hospital? me if things, goes ro- if things go wrong. When do
3: you go to hospital?
1: Like w- when you're ill or yeah. you've had an accident or a baby. Yeah. But the point is they fix you and they yeah, help
3: but, you. So. For instance, the only people that I know that go to hospital for fun are my grandparents. So they go for lunch <laughs> twice a week, yeah, for a tuna sandwich. Um, people don't go to hospital for fun; they go when something is wrong with them, or they're visiting someone that's on the way out, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, what happens is for most well, women, if they work
2: there.
3: But you know, but for most women, it's not necessarily that they think, "Oh my god, it's a hospital; it's terrifying." But when they get to a hospital, their body does go on into like an alert program. Because you have to be alert when you're in hospital because something's wrong, isn't it? You know, that's why you're normally in hospital. But, yeah. like,
1: I don't go to Argos for fun. But if I need a swing ball set, I just go to Argos. <laughs> I've <laughs> got it? You it's lot lot you get it. It's a good price. I could get Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, now you say, say that. Yeah. <laughs> the
4: thing is, I think yeah. there's also a lot... It is in the preparation. So when you haven't... Prepared for birth in the way that we prepare our clients for birth. When your body starts moving in a way that you have never experienced before, that pain is frightening. Mm. You know, you it's
1: don't not know.
3: necessarily the and you don't know why it's are, happening.
1: But, but it's... I don't think that was my experience. I knew what was happening. I was having a baby.
3: Yeah, but I think for most women, they don't understand what physically happens in their body
1: when they're. I labour. think I did genuinely. Like I just. I knew that my hips were expanding and that the canal... Like, I'd done the NCT course and, like... Yeah, I, but the
3: NCT course doesn't really explain to you physiologically what's happening. I'm not sure that would have helped quite <laughs> I I <bit>. bet it <laughs> But would. I
1: think that it... I think like, if, so, I, if someone, like, hammered a nail into your foot, would it help to know... No,
3: no, no, because that's... That is, your body would be responding because it's in pain. So just, like, right. a really brief synopsis of birthing. So, basically, when women... I mean, feel like they're in any kind of danger or if they feel any kind of pain or if they're in any kind of like fearful situation the body produces adrenaline mm-hmm. and that is to save your life so it will trigger a fight or flight response and that is to make you either run or freeze or fight for your life and what adrenaline does is that it sends blood and oxygen to the defence system so that you can do those activities that are going to help you and the uterus which is the birthing muscle is a muscle so it needs blood and oxygen to function. And when it doesn't get the blood and oxygen it needs, it can't work efficiently. And it works in a really tense way that creates pain. So labour shouldn't be painful.
1: So do women who do hypnobirthing not feel pain?
3: A lot of women... So it's, it's kind of like, what is pain? So you will obviously feel something during labour. Mm-hmm. A lot of women will feel discomfort or pressure or power, but it won't be like, oh my god, this is horrific okay so it's like okay oh this is my uterus working like if you've done a massive run and your legs ache Mm, yeah
4: but i think a big part of hypnobirthing is teaching acceptance of what is happening in the moment and a lot of pain
3: something's wrong
4: and a lot of pain comes from when you're resisting how your body is moving Mm. and when you're feeling sensations and rather than wishing it was stopping mm-hmm. or going with wondering it. when the next you know when the next contraction is going to happen really being in the moment you experience it differently yeah. i think and women
3: that do hypnobirthing experience less pain than women that I think
4: some do some clients do talk about it being painful but them feeling completely and utterly in control you know it's just one of the examples that we use is it's like when you have been out with a friend um, um and you've been having a really lovely time and you've been having a drink and you stub your toe that stubbing of the toe is over in like 10 seconds Mm. when you've had a really crap day at work and everything has just been really really shitty and you stub your toe it's like that toe is throbbing Mm. that you know it feels like an hour because the way that you are emotionally feeling at that moment makes everything feel worse Mm. yeah yeah whereas when you're feeling positive and you're welcoming the next moment it's like yeah this is intense but i can deal with it you just enjoy it more. Mm. Mm. it, it like might I've... be painful, but you enjoy it more no, I was in yeah. labor for
3: four days and I honestly enjoyed every single contraction. Really I that's honestly wow. enjoyed every contraction. Mm, it was fantastic. amazing. Mm. It was like the, the happiest time of my life. Wow being in labor I'll do it again tomorrow.
2: No that that's one of the things my midwife said I had two home births and you know Nepal and stuff and um, the midwife said, now just be careful childbirth is addictive <laughs> and and I, and I was like oh what are you talking about what are you talking about and because i'd had two, you know they were painful but they were at home and they were natural childbirths that oh there there was a euphoria yeah. that you can't get from any you, you know, can't get from drugs well you know
4: I don't know who you've been
1: talking to. I understand that and I still had that even Mm. even with Joe and even despite like like the the day Joe was born, despite the prematurity and despite the scariness, and actually at that point I didn't know how scary things were gonna kind of be. Mm. I didn't really I hadn't really grasped what having a premature baby meant at that point. But I was so happy he was alive and Mm. even though I hadn't pushed him out and he'd been taken out, I was just gloriously happy. You still birthed him. And um, I think, I don't know, I suppose what I'm saying is I worry that like there's there's so much pressure to have a natural birth and and yeah, to, see, to, the calm birth to not feel totally pain and all of that. No, and, no. and it's as if if you haven't done that and if you have felt pain, somehow your experience isn't as is valid. No. Or, I, can know. I
4: just say, so my first birth was yeah, three 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 hours. <laughs> <laughs> 33 hours long. The first half of it was the most oh, amazing. Geez. And um, then days but I enjoyed every contraction. I didn't enjoy every contraction. The first half of it was amazing. But... The last kind of six, seven hours were impeded by the fact that one, I was dilating really, really slowly. So after like, I don't know, 24 hours, I thought I must be like eight centimetres. And they were like, you were two centimetres. And I was like, f***. <laughs> but then I had a midwife that came in and who said, you've never had, you've never even had a painful period, have you? If you want to have this baby at home, you need to be in a lot more pain take a pain season we'll go to bed and call me when you're in a lot more pain that last part of my birth was really intense it wasn't scary mm. but it was it was painful it was difficult it was challenging and if i hadn't been at home if I hadn't been at home, I would have had intervention because they would have said, "You're dilating too slowly, you're not going to have this baby, you need assistance." But the fact that I was at home meant that I was able to go through that process, But the last kind of five or six hours were really, really hard for me. It's so important you know my second birth was five hours I mean it was a textbook hypno birth. it was five hours. there was no my midwife said you didn't feel any pain. It wasn't that I didn't feel any pain, but it wasn't enough to bring me out in a sweat. I mean, it was textbook—a calm birth. Is it about always staying calm? Sometimes calmness can be you roaring like yeah. a lion at the top of your voice, like you know, really yeah. just expelling. Birth is,
3: birth is fierce and powerful and vulnerable, it can and be. all of those things. You yeah, know. I definitely did some roaring,
1: so maybe, like, maybe I was calm after all. <laughs> yeah.
3: Very tough, mm. And that it's hard, but we're capable of hard things. Yeah. We're women. We yeah. fucking rock. We can <laughs> do hard things.
2: I know, I quite, I quite like that it was painful yeah. and that
3: it's like an it empowering was difficult kind of and it was... You are like producing a human. It's not just going to be like making a cheese sandwich, is it? No, it's not. No,
2: it's, it's, <laughs> this is more poo involved. Yeah. Coco no, was like a cheese sandwich. And,
4: yeah. and Caesar wasn't. And you know what? And that's the point, is it can yeah. be really easy. And it is easy for some women. And yeah. it's a lot more easy for women who do hypnobirthing most of the time. But it can also be intense and powerful mm. and challenging but when you feel in
2: control, you have still had an amazing hypno birth. Yeah, and, and that's what we. Teach. And you get a baby at the end of it. I think this is this is this is you know the end game. Really, is that it's a pretty fantastic thing to do. It's, you know everyone has a different thing, but there there is this lovely thing at the end. You wouldn't want to do it. Like who wants to run a marathon? <laughs> I don't <laughs> <laughs> like you get a medal yeah, and I have a few. but you don't get a baby yeah. which is you know but a medal doesn't you get heat cry, cry or,
3: and poo no, stick on fair. you <laughs> you can put it in, the cupboard.
2: Put it in a cupboard
3: Put it's fine <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't make any noise doesn't sing but it's interesting it you said that about
1: questions about being in control making your own decisions because with my first baby I always wanted to go to hospital mm. yeah. that was always my but plan but that's great I, was like, I, I feel safe in hospital yeah. I want to be near the drugs and, a and the, the professionals do. and that's fine and everybody else can do what they like yeah, I yeah. don't give a monkey's. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to do and my midwife really pushed me to stay at home Ah. Um, and kept saying you're not ready to go yet you're not ready to go even when I was like I really want to go to hospital now she's like no 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 you're, you're fine you're doing fine and right up to the last minute she was saying you know you could have this baby at home oh I was God, like really? I don't want to have a baby yeah, at home yeah. I want to go to hospital and
3: we're kind of big condoners of the best place for you to have your baby it's is waiting. where you feel yeah. safe, comfortable, private, secure yeah. that's where, yeah. that's the best place not where someone else tells you you should have your baby and also for
2: some women and I'm just saying this randomly because I don't like being told what to do 20. and i'm not saying she was a bad midwife because funny no. enough she was
1: helen's mid- midwife we found out after we met and helen had two really positive home experiences yeah. but i think looking back she was the perfect midwife for you but she was the wrong midwife mm. for me yeah it's such a
3: person you know midwives are involved in such an intimate time in your life isn't mm. it if you wanted to if you're interested in
2: so it's a pregnant woman out there listening to the podcast is there
3: yeah <laughs> it may be Surprise!
2: Hello. Um, Hello. <laughs> the, when, when do you sort of start the preparations for So Canberra? we kind of
3: say um, after your 20-week scan, that's yeah. a good time to get started. It's never can... too early or too late. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get started as early as you want. The good thing about our course is that once you have bought your membership, you can watch the videos as many times as you want so mm-hmm. you could do it when you were 15 weeks and then again when you were 20 weeks and again when you were 30 weeks if you wanted okay. so you know you can watch the videos you can, we've even had a woman watching in, in labour haven't we yeah makes sure a yeah, change it. isn't
1: there someone you know who listened to nothing but the archers during labour <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, wow. that was that was Love Kate that. Kennedy
2: yeah, she just said no you've got to keep that tape on just keep going keep <laughs> going that was what really... did you listen to during labour uh, I, I listened to classical music and had candles I just hate, oh.
3: hate me LEDs fine. or traditional no
2: traditional traditional candles
3: <laughs> What did um, you do, Ellie? What um, did you listen
1: to? When me? they took me into the, the hospital room for Charlie, um, the radio, somebody left the radio on and it was playing Living on a Prayer. Oh. Uh, which my oh. husband thought was hilarious. Yeah. They put, And then they took me in for the Caesarean with Joe. The radio was playing uh, Hotel California. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, do you want us to turn the radio off? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. And then after a while I was like, yeah. I off. can't give birth to the f- eagles man i just can't i can't do that yet. Yeah, t- turn it off so do you do you teach breathing do you have mantras is it meditation? yeah so we what, teach what the practical... three breathing
3: techniques we teach a massage technique we teach visualization techniques Where else do we, teach? we teach um
4: self-hypnosis
3: yeah. deep relaxation visualization meditation and, and the role of the birth partner as well the role which of is really important because i think a lot of dads or birth partners themselves really when it comes to birth, they kind of think, Oh god, what do I have to do? And i just, uh, I just spin around and just like get some yeah. ice or towels, or yeah. do I get towels? Is what was like Will it Will said to you?
2: Oh, he said, I, I, Halfway through my first labour, I've been labouring uh, for about eight hours, and he said really
3: tired are you and I,
2: yeah. are you are you like <laughs> oh, oh i did a full day at work you
3: poor thing <laughs> yeah amazing. or it's like uh, sometimes I, I teach a massage technique in my in my face-to-face class and i'll be saying right okay dads you need to massage your your birthing mother and he's like oh this kind of hurts my back <laughs> <he's> like, really <laughs> that's it oh. Oh. so we're about giving dads and birth partners real tools so that make them mm. some of them one. aren't real
1: to- sorry yeah, no. they
3: are <laughs> about giving the tools tools mm. um, yeah. you know making birth partners feel like a valuable um, role on the day because they are a birth partner really can make or break yeah. a, birth, a birth room um, I think if a birth partner can contribute in a really positive calm way yeah. that can totally reassure mum like my husband was amazing during Oscar's mm. birth I remember him um, I was in the pool and I remember just getting really really hot it was December and just saying, I need an ice lolly. Can you just get me an ice lolly? And he was like, where, where am I going to get an ice lolly? It's December. I was like, just find a fucking ice lolly, will you? God, it's not
1: difficult. You just, just, <laughs> just, I'm just giving going, birth. Yeah, you yeah, get a lolly. Yeah. Go and build so a, a f***ing f- time machine. F***ing <laughs> go back to July and
3: go down fucking <laughs> f- walls. It's not difficult. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and he went and got this uh, orange ice lolly, which I, I actually remember the taste of it. And um, he brought it back up to the birth point. <laughs> and I was in the pool licking his eyes slowly, and then I was like he go take the lolly and he's like no no I don't want to need because I'm f***ing freezing and I was like take the lolly he's like no no I'm alright I'm like take the lolly <laughs> <laughs> like, oh a bit oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but was actually, amazing yeah. but actually like it cracked us up it was really funny and then he was saying things like you're safe and just yeah. him saying you're safe was like this amazing hug being real and that was amazing and he knew what to say what to do to make me feel good, mm. can you just come round
2: to my house and just give my husband some of that now? That'd be really. <laughs> yeah. i nice. like just going. She's she's nice.
3: She's <laughs> we made you without the ice, <laughs> she,
2: She's made you some spaghetti bolognese. Just just say thank you. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> You're safe. <laughs> that's right. We do say hypnobirthing skills are life skills. Life skills. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I kind of wanted to to ask you because these these. <laughs> a labour can last maybe half a day mm. maybe two maybe four, four days in holly's case but <laughs> they, they seem like very valuable techniques oh for, my God. for
3: life even in general life like if you if you feel like you're getting stressed and you do some deep breathing and think do you know what this isn't that bad it's always going to help you it's never going to make things worse particularly for first-time parents
4: when you have got the skills of hypnobirthing, which you have been developing during your pregnancy and then you've used during your labour, believe me, it's three o'clock in the morning, when you are completely, when you want to freak out about the mm. fact that your baby will not be quiet and will not go to sleep and does not want to feed, being able to go back to that space, one of the things that we say is, you know, be aware of what you can control and let go of what you can't. And being able to respond to your baby, knowing that some things you can't control, and you've just got to go with it, and going back to that space of acceptance, which is what we are teaching about birth, is absolutely invaluable.
1: But look, right, so you you've got all these techniques, right, all these mm-hmm. amazing life strategies. You're all very calm, all very zen, like. Yeah. But there must the be some is. things that like really wind you up, like oh, in real life. Oh, so
3: many. Like I, how many, I do... t- how many times a day do I text you saying something's f- me off? Well, no, Holly
4: doesn't say something to me off. She says, um, people need to
3: die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound calm, Holly. Um...
3: I've got to go now. (laughs) Because
2: I I think I think there are perceptions (laughs) that that you can overcome. Everything you can always be calm. Um, Some of my most liked
4: um, Facebook posts are when I'm like in the toilet saying, "I'm hiding from my children. I just want to have a poo, and they won't leave me alone. Just (laughs) take them away."
2: I mean, it's like you know that is real life.
1: Helen, what's your what's your bugbear?
2: Uh, loud sniffing oh, right, the person yeah. next to me at the yes yes that is really I, I, I get up and change characters right, or, or or very wet mouths talking
3: when they've got a bit of triple coming out yeah <laughs> that's right I've got a couple more things actually <laughs> go on go on so like men in long leather coats
0: oh, really oh. I find
3: that really offensive the other thing is nude tights really? oh no nude tights I really are I really find nude tights offensive like Why are you wearing them? Because they keep you warm. No, they don't. They're so thin. They they're a layer. They're a layer. No, you don't have to shave. You don't
2: have to shave with
1: yeah. the new
3: ties. And if you're what very if your
2: pasty, hair comes yeah. I
3: quite like a nude type. Oh, so what in the more, more natural, like, like
2: a sheer or a matte? I just
3: oh, mat. fucking hate a new type. I'm not twenty-four. Thank God, you're wearing jeans, ladies. I'm not up for nude types. <laughs> the other, the other <laughs> thing. The other thing. So men wearing trainers to work. Men wearing trainers oh, to
2: work. Because, like a white trainer.
3: Because like a jerry, like a charcoal grey new Are there laced up flat shoes?
1: You better talk to my
3: husband. Just buy some comfortable
1: shoes, people. <laughs>
3: Just don't buy shoes Go that hurt Clarks. your feet. Just buy some <laughs> Echoes or what the f*** ever. Just don't wear trainers with a suit. No, okay. not with a suit, oh, she's never. Off. She's no. gone. She's oh. gone. We've lost I actually, them. Do you know what? Oh, I even put a little note system, system in my phone because she's that, so on, many yeah. things annoy look. me. Hold on, look. I've actually Are you got being a note serious? I'm to- being totally serious here. The Empty food packaging in the fridge. Why have you... She's got a note. She's got a list. Empty food packaging in the fridge. Heavy breathers. And passive aggression. You know when you say, how you yeah I'm fine I've had a really good day like that horrible <laughs> what's that um, this is it people she enjoyed every contraction but she can't bear a new bite <laughs> the true story of Holly's Cruise. chicken shops I don't like chicken shops I've got a thing about chicken shops oh,
2: oh
1: my god why I love chicken no. shops why is right, it not
3: chicken is it
1: why talking about it's the best chicken (laughs) on god's earth it's the way chicken it's like chicken but more chickeny chicken but less chicken it's how chicken is supposed oh i love what i love favorite i love morley's what (laughs) about about
3: double spaces that's less less
1: uh, what in in typing yeah. what like in a tweet double, a double yeah, space oh, or people well. have put
3: a space before a question mark oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah. what are you oh, doing there oh my god oh my god oh my god you must never engage with Helen on text or email oh. because but get this right so what Helen does is right it's not that she misuses punctuation my friends Helen doesn't bother with punctuation <laughs> Helen simply uses the kiss as as like so any, it's like a telegram generic <laughs> punctuation yeah it's like a telegram instead of the word stop there's just a kiss so it's like hi kiss how are you kiss I've been thinking kiss we should meet up later kiss how's 8.30 kiss bye Helen kiss Let's kiss kiss kiss, kiss. <laughs> stop kissing me I'm not gay sorry I feel it's better now no
3: it's on the that's OG. like my grand my grandma thinks lol means lots of love oh. so she put I, I saw her put something the other day saying like um, sorry to hear about passing of Jean's husband lol <laughs>
1: So no it. lols. Am I being unfair, though Helen? Or do do you do that? Oh,
2: I do that all the time. Yeah, that's because I'm I'm lazy. You have to go into a different screen. You just have to press oh, the globe for it. for for a for a full stop. And the
1: you know already... that if you double tap space, you'll get a full stop. Don't get you?
3: out of town! <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Ellie, let's take this elsewhere. Come on, get <laughs> the mic. Yeah.
2: Oh, Double don't space and the full yes.
3: stop. Same Welcome word. to 2011, people. You know
2: that? Yeah, well, no, and the other no. day she told me, if you just put the Twitter name at the start of the tweet, it just goes to that person. Yes, and no this I is why it. they have to have whole conferences for women about technology. That's why you have to put dot in
4: front. Well, I feel like i now. Yeah. Can I tell you what really... Ir- the one thing that really irritates me is people that take themselves too far seriously Mm. and i have to say in our industry (laughs) no way never there are a lot of people that take themselves to it's just like lighten up
2: it is totally emotional (laughs) it's totally emotional but 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 also people cling on to that very preciousness yeah and then if they've had a certain type of birth or if they've had a certain type of experience and that that is it like and birth they, they... nazis yeah yeah absolutely one? and then they do more damage than they totally. do good yeah imagine a birth nazi maybe yeah. that's what i should
1: imagine my husband
3: I... <laughs> called me a birth nazi once
2: was so... it when
1: you drew a swastika on the bottom of the birthing pool yeah, yeah that's what gives it away so... it always gives it away yeah <laughs> that's
3: right
2: yeah should we move on to the next section helen now so we're going we're going to move into the world of calm after calm birthing we're going okay. to move more broadly to the world of calm okay and um i was going to ask the calm birth ladies that do you have a mantra we have a mantra
4: we have a catchphrase a mantra quote whatever you want to call it yes we do it is do not justify no never justify do not judge you know it is what it is your choice whatever your choice is whatever your decision is is what it is and don't judge anyone else for the decisions that they make don't judge them for not getting where you are they are where they are you accept that
1: what if they've just are. burgled you
3: just accept mm. him. yeah <laughs> just give them your money do not judge, judge. Do, don't judge them just think what I mean? just accept thank it. you for burgling claim me. claim it on your insurance
4: <laughs> and you know yeah don't call <laughs> the police then yeah
3: yeah no just never, never judge me. i do not judge Ooh. just be calm in a, a burglary crazy.
4: situation <laughs> you might want to have a bit of a go
2: oh no i like that i know that's a good that's a good mantra Helen, have you got a mantra um my my mantra comes from my mum which is if you don't laugh you cry Mm, and and i think that's a very that's a very calming thing for myself Mm. and i mean i was thinking about this i mean do 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 you reckon mothers need a, a book of calm yeah yeah do we just
3: need a little book well do you know we, like have, an we, we yeah. have we have affirmations yes i was gonna so ask so we you about this. have little visual affirmations of things like i'm a strong and capable woman mm-hmm. so things like this and mm-hmm. they're visual affirmations they have these words and you recite them to yourself and you see them and it's designed to make you feel calm and positive and empowered yeah you know does calmness mean that you
4: have to be perfect No. Does calmness mean that you never get stressed with your, you know, erratic, irrational two year old? No. But being able to choose when you want to engage with chaos and, you know, craziness and choose when you want to step back and just take a deep breath and say,
1: I'm Shaka Khan. I'm every woman.
4: I'm every woman. Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: having the power to do that is really
4: Chicago.
2: great, and you know that's what we impart. Yeah. <laughs> that's that sounds great. I've, I'm I'm hooked. It's all I in to, me. Yeah. Okay. okay, well. <laughs>
3: just...
1: <laughs> anything oh, you want done baby yeah. anything literally anything i'll do it
3: naturally yeah. oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh,
1: but only on your birthday and christmas
2: okay <laughs> okay it's time now for scummy mummy confessions our favorite segment of the show so should i kick off ellie please do this week's scummy mummy confession is that i have been trying to get my three-year-old son to eat broccoli <laughs> For the last two years, he has never eaten a piece of broccoli in the last two years. And finally, we said, "Hugo, you have to eat some broccoli." We chopped it up, <laughs> ultimatum. Yeah, we chopped it up. We said we will buy you a truck. Oh, right. That's so good. he he picked it up and put it in his mouth, and he he went hur, 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 <laughs> and he just threw up all over the floor, like he <gasps> gagged, he like he hadn't had that in his mouth for such a long time. Oh. He tried so hard. <laughs> And then I gave him a milky bar <laughs> as a reward. That is the, the famous truck. stomach settler. That's what yeah. the Victorians yeah. used. Yeah, so after dinner, bars. everybody Absolutely.
1: would have a milky bar. digestive. you try? Yes. Yeah, That's know. it. Oh, poor Hugo. Poor
2: Hugo.
1: Oh. oh. Uh, well, my confession is that um, this week I took, uh, I, I took two small children shopping on my own, like, for the first time, which I was quite excited about. And I managed to successfully, like try on and buy two pairs of jeans so i was like wow. brilliant i'm winning at life and mm. um, but then of course i pushed it too far and ended up in the changing room in h&m with charlie who had just been to the toilet insisting that he had to go for a wee right then and there and i was like half dressed and mm, like no i had joe in the buggy and i was just like oh, oh and i ended up um inserting his willy into an empty moshy monsters uh <laughs> fruit drink (laughs) bottle and make him do a wee in the H&M cubicle and then just like screwing the top on it and like shoving it in the buggy and uh, and then... Um, forgetting and leaving it in the car for about a week oh.
2: Nice. Oh, it would have fermented
1: oh, quite nicely <laughs> you what? are horrendous
3: what, what would you have done the scummiest
1: of mummy
4: what would you have done would you let him I, wee on the floor
3: mummy salute you because that happened to be on an easy jet flight
0: last week. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: really? um, we were on a flight back from holiday last week and um, there was quite bad turbulence and obviously, obviously as soon as the seatbelt sign went on said mummy I need a wee right now mm. and I was like well we can't go for a wee right now because the seat sign is on, and he said, "It's gonna come out. I need a wee." And I said, "Okay." oh so I quickly looked in my bag, and of course, I had an empty bottle because I'm a mom. And I got his little willy out, put it in the bottle, and then he went, "No, mummy, you're hurting my willy." Pulled his willy out and then sprayed it <laughs> all over the place, oh. over the window, over oh. oh. the side, over the seat in front, oh. of the tray. Where
1: was everywhere. Easy jet? Yeah. it was easy Jay. it's it probably not the easy, first Jay. time it happened that snagged no. into dublin the week before jesus
3: and the best it was he, i didn't pack any spare clothes because i thought well, he's four he's oh, not man. gonna yeah. himself anymore nice. my mom was sat separately from us and i kept kind of like looking over to her saying he's <laughs> himself and she was just doing the thumbs up because she was on her fourth <laughs> beer because she was on her own and um and anyway so i had to take my cardigan off give it to him like button it down he didn't have any pants or trousers on because they were soaked. And then we were walking back through passport control and just as we got up to the passport desk thing, he lifted up his cardigan and went, look, Mummy, I can do the buttons myself! And, that like, exposed his entire genitalia to the oh, passport blessed. control order, which was nice. Susie, do
1: you have a, a confession? I do,
4: actually. Last um, weekend, we were invited to a friend's 40th birthday party. We were the only people there with children... Coco has been suffering from quite severe constipation for the last <laughs> oh, few weeks. End well. And so we've been, you know, plying her with prune juice. Guess what? Hello fortieth. <laughs> <40th. laughs> so she loosens up on the day that I take all of her spare nappies out of my bag, so we only have some wipes. I'm sat there chatting to quite a nice guy about his um about some kind of form of meditation and um i'm smelling this whiff and i'm thinking god is he past (laughs) and um you know it's still lingering and then after a while my husband says coco have you done a poo and i'm thinking oh she has done a poo he's like have you got a spare nappy i'm like pull out the wipes i say right you're just gonna have to take
3: out and in yeah, yeah and
4: out and in and just leave a nappy on he comes down she's Come in, in her chair. tights and her top <laughs> no I
1: mean it's just ridiculous it's a schoolgirl error. error well there I'm we trying. are vomit wee wee poo I mean oh, we're, we're, all, covered again. All, we're all winning at life we are yes.
2: winning at life oh oh I think that's about it Helen isn't it it is it is well thank you dear listeners for listening um, we've had a wonderful time with Susie and Holly where can they find you on the, the internet palm. yeah <laughs>
4: Um, www.thecalmbirthschool.com is where we live. Excellent. And on
3: Twitter we are Calm birth School, and on Instagram we are the Calm birth School.
4: For actually anybody who is pregnant and is wanting to have a taster of hypnobirthing, if they're not quite sure about it, then they should come to thecalmbirthschool.com forward slash free hypnobirthing where we give away free hypnobirthing
1: classes to anybody that would like them. So yeah. Uh, we're on twitter we're at scummy mummies and we're at scummy dot com where you can find all our previous episodes also for
2: free and do do email us uh, dear listeners we always love to hear from you it's scummy mummies podcast at gmail dot com
1: thank you so much Susie and Holly for being such fantastic guests thank, thank you for thank having us yes. And and
2: quite calming
1: yeah mm-hmm. I was going to say too, we all feel a lot calmer yeah. afterwards we do after three bottles of wine <laughs> yeah yeah might more. be the Merlot <laughs> 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 alright until next time Bye-bye.
3: Bye bye! Bye bye! Fonts annoy me. Oh,
2: Ellie, Ellie. All fonts? What are no. comic sans? Comic sans. Comic sans. Comic sans. I can't really annoying. Yeah, that is unacceptable.
1: Stand. You're right about that. Do so you want you like, a, curl, like practical... a Times
2: New Roman? Or do you want I'm, like I'm, a flat Ariel?
3: I, I, no, I don't want an Ariel. I want a Helvetica. <laughs>
2: oh. Calibri, people, for crying oh, out loud. I don't want a Calibri. Oh, oh. do you say Calibri? I say Calibri. <laughs>
1: I say Gazuko uh, Gothic Pro H, my friend, and I raise you.
3: The worst is when people think they're using papyrus and being cool.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, wait, we're opening
3: a Greek restaurant, let's use papyrus. No! Go up Papyrus! Just use comic sounds for fuck's sake.
1: Oh, well, I have papyrus on my wedding invitations. Get out of my house! I'm going! <laughs>